Hello, and this is Filter Optional, and I'm Chico West. I'm the no filter of this show. (laughs) I am Shannon West, and I am the filter. I'm quite passionate today, though, because... and I I I need the music to stop. Well, when you intro in like that, it's so... (laughs) The music has to fade out. Chico always wants it to be like... I know, right, exactly. (laughs) And I think Chico also is trying to create like this, like... Here's Johnny, like you know, with and it's not, it's not catching, it's not <laughs> catching on. I don't think. Okay, for me, well maybe I'll try a different. So yeah. I liked it, Chico. Well, it and because yes. I'm a little, I'm a little fired up today. Or, I, I like it. I like it. Um, I like it when you're passionate and fired up. You, yeah. have, you bring, you bring some knowledge. You bring some wisdom. Well, I'm just, you know, um, the, I'm, I'm angry about a few things, and um, so. Well, we'll and, talk about and, it, and I like I like that you're going to talk about that. The great yeah. thing is, you know, we're a Casa Kalina production, but today our episode is sponsored by Mirwood. It's a it's an adolescent male treatment program up in uh, Sonoma County. Yes, beautiful California. I'd I'd like to be there, but I'm not I'd, an adolescent I'd, male. <laughs> I've been there, but you're we're going to go up and visit our yes. you know our good friend Brian Bowen. He stayed at our house. He's invited us up there. Yes, and so they're sponsoring us today. Um, and our topic is going to be um, great that, that for kind of plays right into plays right into that adolescent that, teen male and female situation that we've got going on in this world today. And so we'll talk more about it. We'll take yeah. a little break and give a little shout out to uh Mirwood. but today's yeah. episode is sponsored by them yes but it, you're talking about you're being fired up and passionate and, and today you know you you posted something and so i i like the fact that we're just well, going to get straight into our me, topic well let me back into a couple of um preludes to my post um first of all um you know a few days ago or a while ago um I um, had I've had some friends approach me about um, their co- college age kids and asking questions about you know addiction and and drug use in college you know age and and they just they've had trouble kind of um, looking at their college age children as adults and so we're going to talk about kind of adolescence and teens. But it starts, but kinda, it all starts, but hang on, it all starts. So it got me thinking, I'm like, I know you still see, I still see my 20 year old as my baby, but, um, and it all started in the teen years. Like we've got to get control of this instead of you calling me when your child is 20 and being like, what do we do now? It's like, well, you kind of let them behave a certain way in high school because you thought maybe it was a phase or curiosity or experimentation or whatever. And then now they're off on their own and it's it's really a problem. So that was one catalyst. And then the second catalyst, you don't even know this, is that Chico has decided to rewatch Breaking Bad. And so last night I got home from the track meet, which is like pulling teeth that you had pulled yesterday. You were actually in the dentist chair saying I can't make the track meet and I was almost like I might rather be in the dentist seat. You know, that's kind of the, you know what I mean? Like I'd rather have my teeth pulled than be here at this track meet. Yeah. But, and it was freezing. But so I went, um, so I came home and cooked dinner and you were watching Breaking Bad. I, was, I finished it last night. I know. For the second time. Okay. Man, and so show. obviously he's finishing it. So you all that watched it know that the finale is, just, it's just dark. I mean, it just. Very dark. 
And I just, my heart was breaking as I'm cooking dinner thinking, oh my gosh, like these drug dealers are horrible people. This is, I hate drugs. It just had me thinking, I hate drugs and I hate drug dealers and I hate that, you know, people are being harmed and hurt by this. Okay, so then this morning I wake up and I'm doing our Foundation Friday for Casa Kalina on Facebook and, and then, Instagram and, and Instagram and this post from this mom popped up on um, my feed and I read it and I just my heart was broken and I had to share it and I just shared it then I went back and edited my post to make it a little more personal so that's what you're talking about now is this post this is what has me so fired up and passionate and broken-hearted um, but it, but it bro yes broken-hearted because the post is powerful and they, they this mom who lost her son to suicide yes but she she really puts a lot of the uh focus on her son's uh using of marijuana and they're he, out of and Denver. he was he was 19 just shy of his 20th and it birthday. said he started using at 15 or 16 which is i think the quote-unquote normal age for experimentation and curiosity so 15 or 16 and then he was 19 out of denver took his own life because you go ahead and yeah i mean and what she says and she puts in her post a lot of different articles and and studies from different journals john hopkins all this cip and you know what cip stands for it it is an actual acronym that we see in our psychiatric services is cannabis induced psychosis right and and, and what he was <laughs> using and the good thing is she was she was talking about it and i read your i read the comments on your post today and there was so many women that were thanking you thanking uh for you posting it sure and, and in her article she was talking about her son at 15 16 started dabbing you know? yes and so I think most of the moms out there think that that's a dance move. And it is. You know, dab. Oh, let's talk about dabbing. Ha ha. It's so funny. Let's dab in our post. Let's, you know, here I can dab on the, the, on the screen. On the, I don't do it right. I'm is that sure, like a Fortnite thing? Sure. I don't know. I'm so no, out of touch with this No, stuff. so dabbing is actually, I found out because oh, I was the straight, it's smoking yeah. it and then you're like, you're coughing and you're, you're supposedly like, it's so strong, you're coughing into your arm or whatever, dabbing. But a lot of parents are just thinking, I mean, they're, they're little girls in the third grade are making TikTok, TikToks with dab and whatever. But so go ahead and talk about dabbing. The, they call it dabbing or waxing or stuff like that. It's taking the, you know, the THC from the plant and concentrating it. And it looks like a wax or an earwax. And so it's, it's high concentration and you have to heat it up. But you can heat it up with a vape pen. Vape pens heat it up because it gets real hot yeah. or, or the, the torch, which when we were growing up, people were smoking the torch with the glass pipe and what they were smoking back then was, was crack. crack cocaine. Meth too is what they And meth, yes. yes. And so meth and crack. So parents these days are like, oh, well, if my son's, you know, experimenting with marijuana, it's for sure not crack. But it kind of is the way it changes your brain chemistry well, these the days. This is why I'm so passionate. I mean, you're going to hear me raise my voice a little bit on this well, so, podcast, so, I think. Because so today, Shannon, I, just, I was I – was, 
preparing for this podcast. Yes. And I, so I did a little research with my, uh, not, not on online. Cause I've done the research online and I've, I've been, we have a degree in counseling yeah, and I've been preaching abuse, about this. You know, so, I mean, wow. But I had, uh, three of my staff members, they, all the clients at Casa were in a uh, group with Dave. Yes. But three of my staff members, you know, and they're in their late twenties and early thirties. Uh, and I go, Hey, before y'all got sober, did y'all ever dab or smoke wax? And mm-hmm. they go, yes. You know, and I said, okay, so tell me about it. And they go, you know, when you're at a fire, uh, and you have a fire and the fire's hot. Mm-hmm. Okay. Dabbing or waxing is like, it's still a fire, but it's like throwing gasoline on your high. <sighs> and so you're, you're still high, but it's such an intense high that one of the guys, it took him several years later to get sober, but he said after he, the first time he dabbed, yeah, he went back to his friends that were just smoking regular pot yeah, and said, I'm done smoking pot. It just freaked him out so much oh. because the dabbing was so much more intense, the wax yes. and stuff like that. The high was so much more intense. And then what we do know is cannabis induced psychosis on the developing brain. Right. Uh, how it affects the brain is it especially up to almost 25 years old um that's where we're seeing psychosis we're having to put people that have come to casa in a psychiatric ward yes a psychiatric hospital little literally i've had moms say oh shannon you can't just like this woman's post where it says you know oh you know whatever her name is oh Oh, Laura, you know, it's just pot. We all did it too. you know, whatever. Why are you getting so tangled up? And I'm like, because of the business that you're in, I have seen kids have psychotic breaks with just marijuana, just marijuana. And so I have these moms calling me going, oh, Shannon, oh, you can't tell me that marijuana causes a psychotic break. And, you know, no one's died from smoking marijuana or whatever. I mean, I'm like... And, and it's changing these kids' brain chemistries that are already, our young people are in a crisis with social media and image control and self-esteem and depression and anxiety and pressure to get into college. I mean, I, I don't remember even, I took one little SAT class, I think, when I um, was g- applying for college. It's so, comp- everything is so competitive now and these kids have so much pressure on them and so, of course, they might try to try something that's going to chill them out. But I don't need them trying something that changes their brain chemistry to eventually cause so much anxiety, more anxiety and depression that they kill themselves. I mean, I it, this is this is crisis of a gigantic magnitude. I, I think so, too. And I've been saying this for years. I now. know you have. And, and that's and, why I've been living it. And then I always thought that I was a little bit I don't mean to take over, but I just that's I all really, right. I like what it's, you're it's, doing. It's, it's it's so upsetting to me because I've always felt like I was maybe jaded because <laughs> being I've married lived, to you. Yes, me. being married to you for 25 years and being in this business and seeing what I've seen. I've seen I mean, I've seen good friends call and their children have had psychotic breaks. I mean, and then, you know, and then there's anonymity along with all of this. And I have always kept everybody's confidences. And so people can feel comfortable about that. But that mean, that also means I can't speak out about it. Like, this is your next door neighbor. This could happen to you because there are so many people that think they're totally immune to it. 
Well, but here's the, and here's that's why the in my post deal. today I yeah. said it's like catching the flu. I mean, your your child is just one little vape pen curiosity away from total disaster. Well, anyway, yeah, sorry. but but okay. Shannon, she I needs to quit I'm apologizing sorry. for a rant because it's like okay. this is your place to talk. This is, right. this is, yeah, yeah, you don't right. have this to apologize. This is my podcast. It is. This yes, is <laughs> and so do not apologize. I, you know, but just, but the deal uh, is, Shannon is. That I, I I don't want I, people to call me crazy. You know what I mean? No. You know, what, yeah. Who but gives a shit if they call you crazy? Because I want them to take me seriously. Yes, but you're you are okay. serious. I mean, I'm the evidence totally is backing okay. it up. Okay. This Laura Stark, you know, her son who committed suicide, and she was bold posting this yesterday. Uh, was you know, it was three months ago that her son committed suicide, and she's saying she's crying out, going, "Hey, there is something about cannabis induced psychosis. Yes. We know that, and the evidence." From now we're we're stepping up and doing the research and we're seeing it with adolescents and stuff like that and going back to the fact that we, uh, you know, a lot of times a lot of these young people have to get on antipsychotics similar yes. to people with schizophrenia and, and stuff and like that. Medication like that is so hardcore these days. Those people that are naturalists now, like I am, like I don't like to take a lot of medication for my autoimmune disease because it. I mean, you see the Humira commercials. We've talked about it on this podcast. A lot of those medications are like hardcore on your body. So are antipsychotic medications. They're not something that you want to go on. You just like you don't want to go on statins for your cholesterol. You just don't want to go on extra medication. But sometimes they but need sometimes it. Sometimes you need it. Yes, you're yes, going to have to. To and, stabilize and yes, stuff like that. Yes. So I'm, I'm not, that's what I'm saying. I'm not anti-medication, but one, and then... You know, and then I get on these rants about. But here, here's the okay, deal: sorry. is like I'm all right with your rants, you know. And I, I think there's a part of you that's going, okay, hey, you, you've, you've gotten on my bandwagon and stuff like that. Is you know, marijuana is getting legalized, you know, it's in not even all your, these your states. Bandwagon. It, it is, it is seeing it firsthand and then being, being educated on what all this means when the kids are talking about these things, I wouldn't have known. I'm like, I'm like a 150 year old woman when it comes to all this stuff. I mean, we are in a generation that is having to catch up on technology and everything else. And we just don't, I just don't know these things. I mean, but it's not correct when people say, oh, Shannon, it's just marijuana. I mean, that, thank God they legalized it in certain states because I like to travel there and partake. I mean, you know, there are people that are over the age of 21 that are like, sweet, I'm so glad it's legalized. But they're talking about their grandma's pot. I don't think not, they're not, dabbing. I, I, I don't think as much they're talking about grandma's pot. I mean, because I know some of the people you're talking about, we got a, we got friends that smoke. Yes. You know, and, and they covered up and they're, and I can imagine some of those, oh, oh, Shannon, it's, it's marijuana. That, you know, the deal is that, uh they're setting themselves up you know i've heard that for years and yes. i i've always said this okay it's probably future clients at casa Kalina, their children right, right you know and i i say that sometimes in jest but there's but i'm serious but they right. you know there there is so th there's in just a no way, such thing as safe yes it, at all so for for a second for a let, let, let's come back to that word safe let's take a second and i want to talk real quick about mirwood Okay, yeah. Mirwood does address these things. You know, Scott Soul, who's the founder and executive director, he and Brian Bowen, he hired Brian, and Brian's the operations guy. I've met Scott, and I know Bowen real well. 
I love what they're doing up there. Uh, it is it, it is comprehensive program that addresses all these things that we're talking about today. And these young men get school and they take them out and do experiential stuff to really get down to the anxiety, the depression, what's driving those things. Right. And I believe if they were here, they would probably say the number one drug that leads people to Mirwood for long-term residential treatment is marijuana. Right, for adolescents. Yes. And so I would love for my child to be there if that was the case, and which leads me to you know, the, the whole drug testing. Yes. Too. And so, so let's talk about that. So, but a shout out to Mirwood. Yeah, no, I, I would, I would want my child to receive the care that Mirwood uh, provides all yeah. of those so, things. Because, so when we talk about safety, yeah, let's go back to that. How do we, you know, so what, what are, let's talk about what we're doing and what we encourage others to do. Yes. Because I think that parents really, all they want to know is how do you keep your kids safe? How do you keep your kids safe? You know, when all this is going on and you've got high school students that are selling the the dab pens and their whatever, you know, call them. And I mean, you know, well, it, not just dab, they're selling pot. Well, everything, but it's like all that. readily available. Yeah, it's not just. And if you look at my post on Facebook, it talks about all the different ways that you can receive it. And then also, I think um, cocaine is on the rise. And so let's not kid ourselves that what what our 16 year old kid can pick up in cocaine is not not your mama's or daddy's cocaine anymore either i've never done cocaine so i don't know but i'm sure that it has it, it, ajax and and um you well, know well, crap I, in it i, I mean can i, I, I okay go pause ahead pause on that okay, okay. can you pause that, that the mar marijuana is 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 a lot stronger cocaine yes i mean they might they might cut it with some stuff, but uh, not age. Okay, I don't. But, it's not a uh, designer drug either. Yes. You know, like, and so uh, okay. you know, cocaine. Okay. Cocaine's good. And okay, I'm gonna get back to my point though. You know, it's, it's good. I know. <laughs> I, I just Hold called on. myself. Back cocaine's up. purity. You know, is mm. is still out there. It's it. You okay. know, people might cut it to get more, but let let's not jump in to that I'm marijuana okay, is I'm what about, we're talking about I'm talking about. about drug testing okay because yes how you need to the the number one thing that I tell parents when they call me just because of what you do and now what I do um, is how do I keep my kids safe when they're they're gonna make decisions that teenagers make that we all made you know oh you know we all made these decisions too and I always say drug test them and the common response is not, oh, well, where do I get a drug test? And I'm like, you can get it at CVS. Any pharmacy? Any pharmacy, <laughs> yes. You can order you can it online. Pick them up. Amazon? Yeah, whatever. Yes. Pick them up. And, but the, and it's not, oh, where do I get them? That's a great idea. The response I get is, oh, well, what do I do if it's positive? I mean, I, it's, it's shocking to me because I'm like, well, okay, and that's a great thing. And so, you right do something here, when it's positive, but then also, if it's, I said, it's a deterrent. Like, we drug test our kids. Well, the NCAA drug test Travis for us, so that's good. But, and it's a great deterrent for Beck. I know that. I mean, I don't. But but let's go back. I can to your say questions. when I was in high school, just the prospect, just the threat of a drug test yes. was enough to manipulate my decisions. It wasn't until after I graduated that I said to my mom, "Do you ever actually have one?" And she says, "Yep, I have it right here." I'm yeah, like, oh, wow. see, good. So, That's good yeah, to hear. Way to go, 
Kevin's mama. Thankfully, I never let's forced her to her, actually make let, that. Let, let's right. give her a shut up. But getting right. back to, I like you said, what if it's positive? Okay, that's a question then we can roll down, you know, the road in there, uh, an intervention. Intervention doesn't mean they get shipped off to somewhere like Mirwood or another treatment program. Well, and if it's positive, uh, it doesn't necessarily mean they're an addict. Well, and that's where I'm saying life. That's where I'm saying we can then have an intervention, and right. there can be consequences. I just think people associate intervention with like going the, to the television treatment. show. Yes, Chico. no, exactly. You know? And so that's why I'm clarifying the word yeah. intervention. Is like you it's can, more early intervention. It's early intervention, like with learning, learning, learning disability. When you, when you find out your child has dyslexia, do you just ignore oh they tested positive for dyslexia so oh shit i don't know what to do you know or whatever i mean no you get them early intervention you figure out how early you can intervene with that and and, and get them better yeah and so same we, thing so, with diabetes so or if someone so, yeah, if your so, kid if your sorry. kid does I test said positive shit. i know it's the first no, no. it's all right uh, <laughs> fired up so if your kid does test positive then you can do something you can get them into counseling you can give them consequences you can get them here in sure. Dallas, we have the care class. Right. You can do the New Directions care class. There's a lot of different things you can do. But what I like what you're saying is a lot of times I believe you start telling your kids before they get to high school, we're going to drug test, yes. buy them a drug test. The first party they go to, test them. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. And the reason you do that is because then it becomes what you were talking about earlier, a, a deterrent. deterrent. You know, and, and like what Kevin was saying right yes, there. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and so that helps out big time, you know. Keeping and that, your kids safe. Because here's the deal is, you know, getting back to, okay, marijuana, should it be legal or not legal? We're not talking about that today. But we do know, and the evidence is showing, and, you know, a lot of research from great universities, John Hopkins, Harvard, all these studies. Europe has done an incredible uh, uh, studies on the developing brain and marijuana and psychosis, CIP, yes. cannabis-induced psychosis, right. and how there is evidence that cannabis right. does induce psychosis, psychosis. Right. On in certain concentrations. And it, things when, like, yes. when there is heavy use right. on the developing brain. And so all of a sudden... We're going to say it It doesn't, well, it do, I like what you said earlier. It doesn't kill anyone. Right. And then I've also, on my post, I addressed, you know, there's a difference between privacy and secrecy, okay? You can have your family privacy. You can drug test your kids and no one ever has to know. And if it comes back positive, no one ever has to know. That's the beauty of anonymity and just keeping things in your house. But if you keep the secret, if it's positive and you do nothing about it, or you don't drug test and you just, you think think maybe your kids are doing it that secrecy will kill your kids but what i love shannon the other day you and i went over and spent some time with the headmaster and the counselor over at ESD. yeah i was gonna mention that's what i was, I was you know yeah, go ahead. and i love we had a good probably 45 minute conversation to be a resource and there was a part of me that's going oh i want to get my kid in over there you i know. know well because esd is now mandatory drug testing randomly, random drug testing all their students not just the athletes i thought it was just the athletes kind of yeah. when we went in but um it's all their students and I was like, oh, how are they going to pull this off? Like, this is so, it's kind of an invasion. It's That's a pretty hardcore. Bit, right. But what they said was that the first offense just goes to the parents. The school and doesn't they, even know. That That's school, with the drug testing community. It's still pretty extreme. Though. <laughs> it is. It is. It is. It is. But if they're going to do it, 
I'm happy to hear that they're doing it that way because you put it in the parents' hands. It's um, no one, no one else knows. Yeah, it's not Big Brother that way. No, it's, right. It's you know, and then the second offense I think goes to the school, and then the third. It's but it's but not, but but hold the the whole premise of how come they're doing that is like. You know, kid, like what you were saying, kids are busy, parents are busy. And parents won't do it, too, because yes. they don't want to know. They don't know what to do. If they, they're being ostriches. Yes, they're being ostriches. They're putting their head in the sand. They're like, oh, well, I'm sure I'm sure my son will, um, or daughter, we just have son, so I just said son, but um, I'm sure my child will probably test positive because, I mean, aren't all high school kids smoking a pot every once in a while? And doesn't it stay in your system for a long time? And so... Yeah, they're probably going to test if, positive, and then how am I going to really know? Like what? But here, know, here's I mean, the here's the crazy thing saying? is if like, you back up. Yes, here's the deal. I I'll admit it. I was smoking pot, you know, in high school. You know, those those things happened. But there was it was we were a small percentage of the school the, of the people in yeah, my school. Yeah, you were the stoners. Yes, and we and we hit. I didn't. We hit it out. <laughs> You know, and we yeah. we did things, and then some of my friends, as they got older, started to join in. But there was a lot that didn't. Right. Okay. Sure. Now the problem is, it has become so marginalized. Yes. You know, it has become so no, normalized, desensitized, desensitized. All these these sized words. It's Travis said, "Mom, it is the same thing as alcohol when you were in high school. It's the same thing, and it's every." It, yeah. it it is and that and the problem is it's it, here's the crazy thing this is my theory okay uh because if, if you look at the tobacco industry uh, oh, back in the so 60s angry about that too back in the 60s in every movie everybody was smoking yes. in the 60s my dad told me when you flew on a plane they would give you a little four pack of cigarettes. It was just that's <laughs> it what was you got. I didn't yeah, know. No, no, but no, you got a four pack of no cigarettes way. on a little four pack uh -huh. given to you when you got your meal. And then there's you know, a little ashtray in there. And everybody, everybody smoked. Uh, you know, it's just air, air, people didn't see it as a bad thing. It came out. My the funny thing is, my mom said it came out when I, when I was smoking. It wasn't uh, it wasn't harmful, but then if you go back, she didn't start smoking until she was fourteen or fifteen, and it came out the Surgeon General in nineteen sixty before she was fourteen or fifteen right, right. that it was harmful, well, and we so all, we had yeah, those we all evidence. Say those things, yeah. I mean, you know, and so it's it is like it, it is like tobacco. It is, I believe, the next you know the next tobacco thing. Well, and now with vaping, it's an, it's incredible because it's also um, you can't detect it, and I mean, I think even for you know adults that are um choosing to vape instead of smoke um they can do it so much more often because you can just you know smoke it in your office and everywhere else and i mean it's so much more it's, discreet i mean i remember thinking is. that like i would be a great parent someday because i'm like all you have to do is ask your kids to smell their fingers exactly it smells like right. cigarettes or smells like weed then you know you're busted but yeah, nowadays right. nothing smells like right. it's you could be using the e-cigarette or e-vape pen and it's like who knows? I know. And it, it is crazy. And so you can drug test for, you know, tobacco as well, sure. you know, for the nicotine um, from the vape pens as because well. Because you want to get them off of that, too, if it's positive. Like, I mean, if But they, that's starting in the middle school. It, I know. That, I mean, if they're that's in where seventh it, grade and they've... They're they, vaping. They've tried a little vape. That's like... It's like... um. 
helium out of a balloon. You know what I'm saying? Like there's such a curiosity and you, it's just, a, it's like, it's flavored. It's it like feels so harmless. Bubble, yeah, yeah. It's like bubble gum and it's like, Hey, have you ever tried that? And you know, it's like secretive and like fun to do with your friends. I mean, like I get it. I mean, I but can see, here's the deal is where I want to, I get passionate about and I've been so passionate about it is yeah. like what you were saying earlier. It's, um, how, how our peers rationally, rationalize justify and minimize oh it's just marijuana this minimization of yeah. people that we know that that smoke and stuff like that i have friends that you know that i've grown up with and they minimize it but the evidence is here well right and then you know, there's also from still this article. a huge stigma attached to kids that struggle and so you know there's a there's a high percentage of parents that want to say things like oh well yeah that would that's not my kid you know that's not my kid and you just I mean, in in my experience as a mom, I just close my eyes and pray like, oh, you know, just don't, I don't want to be in that What What I've always situation, said, Shannon, you know? I mean, what I always but, said before Travis went to college and, you know, we got back and when, when I've gone and spoke to, you know, parents groups or, or whatever, I go, hey, I'm so, I, Shannon and I are saving for college and yes, rehab. Right, 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 right. You know, because I see, I see that in it, this is, this is when they were 10 and six or, right, you know, know, eight and four. Yes. Is that, you know, I, it was in jest a little bit, well, but then really it was, there was truth because addiction is on both sides of our family. And I just well, always people would know say, that. People would say, um, say oh it's so great you live with chico you know y'all won't ever have a you know a problem or whatever and i'm like hello are you serious like what like never yeah we we are more likely to have a problem first of all but um and then you know they also say um oh it's so good because um oh no they'll say so do you really expect your kids not to do anything um in high school in high school and we go yes and well we said yes that's our expectation 100 yes. percent. that's our expectation now do we believe that to be true no yes heaven i mean heavens no i mean it's but, like staying but on having a good them. expectation is is a great thing yes the, the deal is if we go in with the expectations real low that, oh, it, I expect my kids to be drinking. I expect my kids to be having sex. I expect all these things. You're setting yourself up. Well, yeah, as parents, we don't set those expectations for grades, yes. for driving, you know. Um, do, do you expect them not to get tickets? Right. Yes. yes. I mean, do you so expect how come you, them to perform in school? Do you expect them to do their homework? Do you expect them to study go to for SAT? Go to, go to practice? Do you, yeah, do you expect them to prepare for tests and SAT and things? Like, do you expect them to, you know, apply my, to my college? big deal is you know, it's, I mean, it's pretty simple. Yeah. Do I expect Beck? To take the trash cans out on <laughs> yes, Wednesday night. You do. I expect him to do that. And when he doesn't, there are consequences. Oh, and um, it's been raining the past few <laughs> Wednesday nights. I felt so bad for him. He's yeah. like, he's like hauling them out there in the rain. No, but we expect that. But, How yeah. come we don't expect them not to drink? Oh, because because I did it. Even though I did it, the deal is and I expect I, I more not to like do. I'm, yeah, well, right. I, but, I you know. it is by God's grace. You know, and the twelve steps that I am, I am alive today and married to you. Well, but you, you have the allergy of the body and the, and the obsession of the mind, and nobody knows if they're going to have that or not until they take that first, you know, sip or 
whatever you call it. I don't know. That's yeah, I think it's whatever. crazy that everyone assumes you're not going to have those issues with your kids. That's it's right. Like, they just they. I think I'm like, because I'm a counselor. But yeah, I, but it wasn't but easy even, for you to it, do that. I mean, it is. But I think is. they're just hoping. They're just hoping. I mean, I um, didn't start partaking in alcohol. I I, I didn't do drugs. I just, I've never. I anyway, I didn't do drugs. Um, that just wasn't my. I was too scared. I thought I'd die, and then everybody would think I was a drug addict, and I just done it once or whatever. But, but I did drink in high school, and um, I and my parents did not allow it, and uh, there were major consequences for it. But my parents always told me, and they had zero education about any of this stuff. And my parents always said, "It's that first sip. It's that first sip, and you're going to make the decision when you take that first sip." But you have no control over the consequences that come after that. And um, I was like, oh, like what consequences? That's pretty heavy. Like if you're going to be an alcoholic or an addict, you, you don't know. Um, and so that's what I've always tried to tell our kids that, you know, and as parents, we just hope. But see, we started they, they, the they crazy thing off. is. They just don't get in that situation. They just don't. They don't try it. They don't try it. They don't try it. And then we believe them. You know, they yeah. throw up and 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 the, and the, they tell their parents it's tamales. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like I got some bad tamales. Hey, that's a joke it from when I was joke. in eighth grade. Yes, you know, with with For my best buddy, blamed yeah. it on some Tex-Mex. Yes. No, we were at a big party, but here's the deal. Believed, and the mom believed it, but she was going through a divorce. There well, was yeah, a lot I mean, of yeah. things well, you know, going you're on. Like, oh, they have a tummy and, bug. And, and he no, he was sweet, and you know she called my mom and said, "No, they were drinking." Yeah, because <laughs> my mom was already on my ass. Yeah, for that. And the deal is, it's all right to expose that. You know, sure. the, the deal is what but what I think. Parents are so competitive about image now. Competitive that it's hard to confront. Some it's hard. Like I know I have some information in my head right now about certain people um, at my kid's school, but. And it's not because of Beck, because he is like a locked door. He is not a snitch. So let me just no, make that <laughs> snitches get stitches. Yeah, okay, which is a good quality. You know to not what be I'm saying? But that's another problem too, is that nobody ever gets told on, or there's no open dialogue about it. But um, so but I know something. But I know that I cannot. It will not be received. It yes. will not be received. And, and see, that's the problem. That's where a part of the other epidemic is. We know that marijuana is stronger. We know it's getting legalized. We know it's getting, you know, uh, marginalized. We know it's getting, you know, just a, all these things are happening with marijuana. But also there's all this stuff happening with parents and families where, hey, I don't Oh, if I expose this and, you know, I get my son some help when they're young, blah, blah, blah. It, it, it's going to affect them the rest of their life. And it's like, are I, and the deal is I want to, I want to get up on the mountaintop and go, I'm, right. this is a good time to do it. Yes. Not when they're Please. 34 years old yes. and going through a divorce. Exactly. You know, and it's a, and they've destroyed and it's an their family. train wreck. Yes. And their siblings don't want to talk to them and everything old, else. And then you're old, you're old and you have to do it, deal with your adult child that's going through a crisis and you're old and you don't want to do it anymore. That's when your job is done. Yes. Like, yes. You're supposed to be relaxing. No, like, Shannon and I met these great people up in, up in Oklahoma. There's this this whole group. It's it's different than Al-Anon. It's called Parents Helping Parents. And it was this retired professor and his wife and they were great. But I was asking them about 
adult children. He goes, oh, we got grandparents that are coming, parents helping parents, because they're raising their grandkids and their adult children in their 30s and 40s are train wrecks. You know, right. and if you go back and address this, I just did our, our family program and talking about this stuff and how you, you, uh, you know, minimize this young man that's in my program is young. He's not that young. He's 31 years old, doing well, private equity guy got fired from his job, but his mom got honest in the family program in this other room right around the corner last week and goes, oh, I would let my son with his buddies drink in our backyard. Yeah. I didn't think it was a big deal. Yeah. Okay. So here's when he the, was here's, 16 years yes. old. Okay. So here's I know people like that yeah. in high school, their parents. Yeah. And now he's in okay, treatment. All of them are what, yeah, a mess. Yeah. Here's what makes me angry with um, drug dealers and drugs and what I hate drugs. I hate drug dealers and whatever. I also am. This is an unpopular opinion and people that are listening that feel this way are going to be offended by what I have to say. And they're probably going to be like, oh, but don't apologize what for a it, bitch, please. Or whatever. Don't, I'm not. I'm not going to apologize for it because I. This truly is our it. show. But I do think that there are parents out there that in high school they're thinking if I can just get them into that right college and that right sorority and right fraternity, it's going to be made in the shade because they're thinking not because they love fraternities and sororities and right colleges and everything. They're thinking of the connections that they're going to make. Because I know parents that send their kids to certain camps, summer camps, because of the connections that they will make <laughs> yes. for certain colleges and then for after for their career. Let me tell you what. They ain't making it to a career if they are dying or drug addicts. I mean, if they continue on and don't get help. If you do not use early intervention. So I think they let it go in high school. They're like, oh, well, okay, they might be experimenting with pot and they might and be I, drinking I think there's some of that too. But I, I think I want them to learn how to drink at our house and all that kind of stuff. But the goal, the goal is like so far ahead. The goal is to make the right connections and be in the right fraternity or sorority and be in the right group and then, and then have the connections to have this awesome career. Like, yeah, and but it, here's the deal: it's is, like, is some of it, up. Shannon, is some of it is. I agree. There's some people like that. There's also some people that are that are good parents and that are going. Well, maybe I'll I'll let them drink when I'm you know before they go to college because I don't want them. The the problem is that's not that's I, not okay, actually wait, and true. I, I know. I need to correct that. I don't think that any of these people are bad parents. No, or, or bad. People. I don't. I don't either. And I don't it, think and it you're could saying be, that. It could be subconscious. It yeah, could be subconscious, like trying to keep your kids safe but I and think, take care of them and their. But future. I think some of them, their kids, raising kids is hard. It's and, so and, hard. And here's the other deal: is they don't want to confront them because sometimes their kids are little assholes when you well, do right. confront them, right. and it's lonely, you know. Right. And so it's like you confront your kid, and they they spit back at you, yes. and you know, and not literally, but sometimes literally, no, you know, not, it's a yeah. it's a pain in the butt. Yes. They, threatened to leave and it's a lonely place that's why we want people to reach out and ask for help and you're not alone yes exactly. you know and and so i li i like this episode talking about teens there's so much more we could do on this yeah. episode and i would love to you know down the road we'll probably bring back we'll call this episode two but getting back to you know 
the we'll our call sponsor this episode one. Yeah, we'll call this episode <laughs> one. But getting back to our sponsor, Mirwood, yes. we will have on our uh, description notes on iTunes yeah, and show stuff. Notes. Show notes. We're gonna have you know how to contact Mirwood. You know, and you know if you need to talk to Scott Soul or to Brian Bowen. You know, and and we will have their web web page on there as well. The web page has been running behind or me. Or if if you need to call um, us with questions about whether or not you know you might be looking at something i've talked to a lot of people about that yes so until next time and we we get thank you mirwood big yes, shout out thank you yes all right thank you bye for bye. taking care of these kids